So speaking of like, I mean, like all time, like worst designed airports, I would definitely put SeaTac uh-huh. up there. Really? Yeah. I didn't think it was nearly as bad as some some others. I mean, it's a look. That's a that's a tough that's a tough bracket. You know, all time yeah. worst designed airports. I guess JFK is pretty bad. What would you say is your top airport? MCI, honestly. Really? Yeah. Kansas Just don't, City International. I mean, obviously, you, it's inconvenient to change planes there. Mm-hmm. Doesn't but the... I, okay, I, go on. I'm usually done traveling when I go there, so I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't care about you if you had to change planes at MCI. <laughs> it may be better they, than it used to be. I don't know, because they, like, they group several gates together now. I, be, I bet the airlines mm-hmm. work it out so that you can like stay in the same group of gates. Wouldn't you say that the decor at Kansas City International Airport makes you want to not be alive? No, I would no, I wouldn't say that at all. They they oh. they redid it like in the last decade, didn't they? I don't know. I feel like whenever I'm there, I'm like I would rather not be here. You would you're like I I, I you would rather not be alive. Yeah. Whereas every other airport, I'm like, hey, this is awesome. I hope my plane is delayed. I just really love, uh, I love the different carpets that you see. And I love, I love this. I I just love interior design. Um, Jonathan, this is a podcast about interior design. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Inconceivable. It's a podcast about interior design. It's a podcast about, you know, all the stories we don't tell. Mm-hmm. And it's a podcast about the movie RoboCop. Every Ooh. day we discuss the movie RoboCop. My every, name is Christopher Every Winter. day we discuss one minute from the film RoboCop. And I'm right. Jim Davis. Bringing back that movies by minute idea. I mean... Jonathan, today we are discussing the 1,968th minute of the movie RoboCop, a surprisingly lengthy movie, (laughs) which occurred on Monday, November 7th, 1983. John Arbuckle plans to visit a problematic relative. Do you think if we just continued referring to Garfield as RoboCop, we would fool anyone? Like, would that help to refresh the, you know, would that make this podcast more exciting? I honestly don't think it would even, I I think most of our listeners would not even notice. (laughs) Wow. Most of our listeners are unconscious. Listeners... Jonathan thinks so little of you. He thinks you won't notice if we keep talking about the movie RoboCop. Um, I've never seen the movie RoboCop. You haven't seen the movie RoboCop? I know it's with uh, that one guy. Okay, let me tell you a little. Uh, Look, look. I don't want no spoilers. I'm going to tell you one fact about the movie RoboCop, okay? Okay, I'm ready. Here's my here's my fun fact about the movie RoboCop. I have also not seen the movie <laughs> RoboCop. 
That's a fun fact. Uh, makes it all the more surprising that we've deco- devoted nearly 2,000 podcast episodes <laughs> to discussing it. Oh, uh, Peter Weller is in it. That's, that's, that's the guy I'm thinking of. Mm, does he play the robot or the cop? He plays, the, uh, he plays both, I believe. Listeners? Yeah, see, RoboCop is a, mm-hmm. a, a robot who is also a cop. I mean, look, that's what you say, and I have no, I have no, like, I'm not doubting you, because I don't know anything about the movie RoboCop. Okay, so in the first panel, uh, mm-hmm. it's sort of reverse Stan Cowpo plus bed. Uh-huh. Garfield on the left, John on the right, behind the counter, Garfield on the mm-hmm. counter, in his bed, covered mm-hmm. wagon style, head poking out from the, from the bed, and yeah, John sure. is saying, hey, Garfield, we're going to visit aunt gussie mm-hmm. that's what he says in panel two garfield's withdrawn his head into his blanket mm-hmm. now it looks i would say three times as much like a covered wagon as it did before that's substantially more that's john's triple the eyes, covered wagon go on john's eyes have narrowed considerably mm, i would say they're not almost in, shut not in like an angry way no, no, he kind of has bedroom eyes in this one. Ooh, I like that. And uh, he's continuing on by way of mitigation, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I know she's old and mean, but underneath, <laughs> she has a heart of gold. Mm, a popular, popular Ring. trope. Oh, Ring. my phone is ringing. Ring. That's fine. I apologize. Ring. It's saying ring, ring. ring. um, Oh, it's not ringing. It's doing that thing where it rings, but it's Mm -hmm. not actually ringing. Like, there's no call. I feel like it's ringing. You see that? There's no call. I do. Listeners, no no one's calling John. No one is calling me. Why does it keep ringing? It just rings. That's cool. I mean, that's one of the functions of a phone, isn't it? It's confusing because I have a ring that it's it's the sound of a child saying ring. In... Oh, it's doing it again. Why okay. is it doing that? I don't know. I'm going to shut it off now. Okay. In panel three. I hate this phone. Garfield's still covered wagon. I hate that I have a phone. I love my phone. Garfield's still covered wagoning in panel three. John Arbuckle's eyes are lowered, but kind of in a disconcerted or upset way. Garfield is thinking, R-E- uh, Aunt Gussie, Garfield is thinking, I hear she used to double date with Lizzie Borden. Now, Jonathan, two things about that. Number one, which is unrelated, listeners, if you know the plot to the movie Robocop, please write in to Robocop at beingjimdavis.com and summarize the plot to the movie Robocop. I, I know the plot more or less. This is. Summarize the plot to the movie RoboCop Challenge 9920. Yeah, it's like um, Peter Weller's a cop and he gets killed in the line of duty and then he gets brought back as a like a cyborg. It's properly he'd be called Robo No, it'd be called Cyborg Cyborg Cop. Cyborg Cop. Um that sounds just ungodly stupid. I mean, look, I just I feel um, like our listeners need a challenge from time to time, John. Yeah, I guess I'm, so. I'm asking okay. them to write in to Robocop Summary Challenge 9920 at beingjimdavis.com 
It summarized them. Let's see how few words they can summarize the movie RoboCop. Yeah, summarize in. the movie RoboCop in eleven in characters or less. It has to be a palindrome. Um, can it anything. be whatever whatever that is when it like you if you turn it upside down, it's the same thing. Yeah, is that an acrostic? No, no, no. It's like a okay. Okay, here's called? the challenge. How many degrees of symmetry can you summarize the movie RoboCop in? The most no, highest number of degrees of symmetry wins. Uh, thing number two, Jonathan. I, thankfully, we've got this podcast spreadsheet here, so I I I, I went over to the tab entities ENT mm-hmm. because I was pretty sure Lizzie Borden had been it's mentioned called an in ambigram, Garfield. Ambigram, Chris. Ambigram. You know what's really sad is I know that ambigrams have been discussed on this podcast but many at <laughs> oh, least definitely. once before. Definitely. Um went over to the entities tab to confirm uh according to your brother who created the entities tab, Lizzie Borden, noted axe murder suspect. Mm-hmm. That's the subcategory she's in, is acquitted. She was mentioned in the Garfield for August thirteenth, nineteen eighty one. Um, this is so. This is the second mention of Lizzie Borden. Now I haven't bothered to check what happens in the Garfield for August thirteenth, nineteen eighty one. Listeners, if you know, you're gonna want to write that in to um, RoboCop Challenge ninety nine twenty at being Jim Davis. Blah 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 blah. Uh, I don't know if I can be bothered to check see what happened in that um that Liz- that Lizzie Borden Garfield. Of low the these many years past. I wonder if it was also about Anne. Oh my fuck! What? It's the same joke, John. What's the same joke? I'm sorry. Okay. I was I was I was looking at ambigrams. No, I would look. Okay, I was examining this. Aunt Gussie appeared two years ago, right? Oh yeah. I didn't remember this at all. Apparently, there was an Aunt Gussie sequence in August of 1981. So, uh, whatever this is, I don't know, Thursday or whatever of, of August 1981. Uh-huh. John Arbuckle, panel one on the phone. Aunt Gussie, would you take care of my cat while I'm gone on vacation? Terrific. Puts the clo- old rotary dial. Hangs up, says to Garfield, you know Aunt Gussie, Garfield. She's a sweet old lady. Panel three, Garfield looks angry. How can you say that about someone who used to double date with Lizzie Borden? This is just the same fucking joke from two years ago. I was was certain it was going to be, like, basically the same joke. There's no... It would also mention Lizzie Borden, but... Wow, that's exactly... Huh. Yeah. This is... Jim Davis is scaling Mount Everest's of laziness. It just goes to show there's nothing new under the sun, you know? You think you've, you know... You think a Garfield is going to be new, and then it's not. Do you think Jim Davis, like, does he not even know the name of another axe murderer he could have used here? Yeah. You know, what about that one from the Manson family? Squeaky then, From. Could he not then, have mentioned and then in Squeaky post-production, From? In post-production, you can insert, like a, a, like, a long, reading a long list of famous axe murderers. 
Jesus. I, this or is not famous, Lynette actually. Alice Squeaky Fromm was right. an American criminal who was a member of the Manson family cult. She attempted to assassinate. Uh, she attempted to assassinate President Gerald Ford in 1975. Mm, if only that was before Garfield even existed. If you can believe it, I basically think all presidents would have been better off assassinated. Do you think? I mean, okay, I'm not going to touch that. But <laughs> sure, okay. You, you don't, you don't want to engage with the, the hot takes. I, no, I that was it. Jonathan Gibson's opinion. Federal Bureau of Investigation. Jonathan Gibson, my friend, colleague, and co-host, supports government by assassination. Uh, okay. This is a phenomenal link to God. We love you. Thank you and good fucking night. Good night. Good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.